Hi friend, my name is Sharon and I am a busy mom that is more than a little obsessed with personal growth. I'm not like pumpkin spice latte obsessed. I'm like, this stuff changed my life. You need to check this out obsessed. I am so glad that you're here. Before I began doing an annual review process every year, I always felt like I was working towards trivial goals. I set goals in January, honestly, because everyone else did, and I never felt like the action I was taking was meaningful or strategic. The goals that I was setting were never really improving or transforming anything in my life. That all changed, though, when I developed my annual review system that I've been using for about four years now. It took some trial and error and experimenting with different things, but I think I finally hit my sweet spot and I'm excited to share it with you. Let's dive in. First, my annual review process usually takes place over the course of a month for a total of about four hours. I usually begin in early December so that I don't feel rushed. Then I feel like I have a lot of time to be thoughtful about my goals for the following year, beginning in January. The first step I take in my annual review process is to complete a time log. The idea of this is very simple. I basically record what I'm doing every 30 minutes for five to seven days on a Google Sheets document. I do this as my first step of the annual review process for a few reasons. First, it allows me to see where my time is going. Second, it allows me to reflect on where my time is going and begin to think about whether I want to continue to invest my time in those areas moving forward. I love to label these documents with a date because it is so interesting to look back on later. If I'm feeling especially motivated, sometimes I will do the ideal day exercise, which I will link in the show notes as part of this process to think about how I want to be spending my time. I definitely don't do that every year though. After I complete my time log and reflection, my next step is to do a calendar review. Very similarly to the time log, this exercise allows me to think about my year as a whole and determine what was worth my time and what wasn't. This idea was originally inspired by John Maxwell, who does a similar exercise every year. I realized by doing this exercise that a lot of our family time on weekends was spent at kids' birthday parties in 2021. We didn't know these kids or their families very well, and honestly, a lot of lasting friendships didn't come out of those experiences. For 2022, after doing this calendar review, we were more purposeful about the invitations that we accepted, realizing now that saying yes to random kids meant saying no to family time on the weekends. We struck a much better balance this year with going to kids' birthday parties. I'm not sure we would have identified that particular area as something we wanted to change if I hadn't done the calendar review. To organize the calendar review, I usually just dedicate a few pages in the back of my map book to this process. On one page, I write what was worth my time, and on the next page, what wasn't worth my time, and list everything out. 
it's nice to be able to refer back to these lists, especially the following year when it's annual review time again. From those lists, I usually start to generate a more of and a less of list. So things that we want to do more of in the coming year and things we want to do less of in the coming year. Rachel Hollis has also used this process in the past and has a podcast episode about it. If you want to check that out, I will link it below in the show notes. So after I have completed my calendar review and decided what I want more of and less of in the coming year, I typically do a business review. So as a small business owner, my small businesses take up a good chunk of my bandwidth So it makes sense for me to include them in my annual review. If you are an employee in any capacity, this exercise could easily be tweaked to accommodate your circumstances as well. So I'll just briefly go over what I do for the business review in case you're interested. But each year I take time to reflect on the business accomplishments that I've achieved and the income that I've generated. I also begin to think about how I want to grow professionally in the coming year. Of course, there's also a major financial component to this part of my reflection. So I do spend a lot of time preparing my taxes and making financial plans for the year ahead. But generally, that's not what I do as part of the annual review process. I really stick to kind of accomplishments and then what I hope to start doing moving forward or what changes I want to make. So let's talk a little bit about my personal reflection, which is the next part of my annual review after my business review. As promised in this week's YouTube episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the exact reflection questions that I review every year as part of my annual review process. Again, I record the answers to this in my map book so that I can access the answers whenever I have my map book handy. Here are the questions. The first one is, what did I accomplish in 2022? What went well this year? What do I want to challenge myself with? What habits did I establish this year? What habits do I want to give up in the new year? What habits do I want to start in the new year? What do I want more of in 2023? It's December 31st, 2023. What did I accomplish? And finally, the year is 2032. (laughs) I'm trying to think 10 years from now. What does my life look like? What have we accomplished? And when I'm doing that visual, visual exercise, I break that down into family, marriage, business, finances, and personal thinking 10 years from now, What do I want those different areas of my life to look like? To help you see what some of those questions might look like in real life, I decided to share sort of a mini reflection with you to model what my annual review process might look like this year. So the first question, what did I accomplish this year? In 2022, I began to create consistent content for my coaching business. I began writing daily and I launched my coaching website. I also had the best year yet with my photography business and I started going back to counseling. These all feel like big accomplishments this year. 
The next question, what went well this year? Things that went well included budgeting in my business. I started paying myself consistently, being present as a mom, and we hit some major financial milestones this year as a family. What do I want to challenge myself with in 2023? I really want to continue to write in 2023 and bring on more coaching clients. I want to challenge myself to spend more one-on-one time with my girls, go away on a personal solo retreat somewhere warm, (laughs) and have finished the draft of my book by the middle of next year. Ah, did I just say that out loud? If we're being real here, my biggest dream, ah, can't believe I'm going to say this, would be that I'm holding a copy of my published book by the end of 2023. Help me manifest that. Okay, so the next question is, what habits did I establish this year? This year, I established good writing habits, waking up early habits, and consistent family routines. I was also super proud of myself for working out every day of vacation this year, too. That has never happened before. What habits do I want to give up in the new year? What habits do I want to start in the new year? All right, so I would like to get back on track with meal planning and prep since that has gotten derailed this year. I also learned a lot this year about how much my technology use affects my mindset. Because of that, I want to spend more time away from screens. I just got started with using a Peloton as part of my workout routine too. I'm loving it so far and want to continue to use it in the new year. Although I realize, yes, it's another screen. (laughs) What do I want more of next year? In 2023, I want more spontaneous, unplugged adventures, date nights with my husband, and to hit more of our financial goals. So this obviously isn't my entire annual review, but it gives you a good idea of what it could look like. The last two questions I try to get super detailed with And this part of the process usually reminds me of the exercises that we discussed in episode 19 with creating your dream life vision. So you can definitely check out that episode for more details if you're curious. All right, mama, it's about that time. Let's make a plan. Take a moment to decide if an annual review feels right for you this year. If so, Decide which steps are of interest to you and pick two to three to implement this year. Set aside time on your calendar where you can spend some uninterrupted time reflecting on these questions about the previous year. Remember, this is just the foundation for setting goals for 2023. That part will come later. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or YouTube so you don't miss next week's episode, which is all about how to create a 10-year family vision. Don't knock it till you've heard it. I used to roll my eyes when I heard family vision too, but my husband and I actually sat down and did one of these this year, and it caused us to make huge changes to our budget. So be sure to check it out. If you want to connect between episodes, be sure to give me a follow over on Instagram at Sharon Legere Coaching. I would love to support you on your personal growth journey. I'm sure you've done this already, but if you haven't, be sure to subscribe to my email list in the show notes to get weekly personal growth delivered right to your inbox. 
I know you're busy doing all the things, so I promise that each newsletter will include a meaningful action step that will take you two minutes or less to implement. Thank you so much for being here, Mama. Get back to doing your thing, rocking your world, and remember, keep growing. Little eyes are watching.